0: Hello and Chrysler to episode 13 of Alternative Wales, the podcast. Uh, as ever, I'm joined by TikTok's new star, Tommy Kouse. How are we doing, Tommy?
1: Very well, thank you, right? Yeah, living the TikTok dream.
0: Good stuff. Uh Rees here again. How are you, Rod? Yeah, ticking along. Not doing okay. much shit. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> 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 not talking a long ticket, yeah. and uh, and, a, and a welcome back to the podcast uh, to Evra. Evra, how are you?
2: Yeah, not bad, Huns. Thank good you. Stuff,
0: good stuff. Right, so it's been a quiet week in the world of Welsh football. Uh, the Euros <laughs> is finished, as far as I'm aware. Um, that that's what? not happening. Yeah, not happening anymore. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: um, uh, and so, yeah, but I guess the only the major news, uh, Wrexham finally. Uh, have a new manager. Feels like it's been a, a good few weeks, uh, and a new yeah. sponsor. Uh, we'll start off. Evera uh, Phil Parkinson in charge of Wrexham, What were your sort yeah. of fir- first thoughts about it?
2: Um, I was quite surprised. Um, I think. Do you know what? It's almost a little bit audacious, isn't it? Really, when when you consider you know the like, the national league. He's got you know Championship League One experience like. I'm really, really quite excited about it, but I've seen a lot of, like, tweets floating around. People are seeing their asses, aren't they, about it? But I think, actually, it's a breath of fresh air. Um, You know, with the the experience he's had, you know, with, like, Bolton and Bradford and things like that, I just think it's going to be a very, very different dynamic to the team now. I think it's going to be a very different style of play. Um, And I think it might silence a lot of the critics as well. So I am actually really looking forward to it. A lot of people are like, oh, he's only got this kind of like win percentage, you know, throwing numbers around. But at the end of the day, that you know, this is the national league, and we've got somebody from, you know, that's worked in the championship and the the higher tier league. So you know, it's it's really quite exciting, but also audacious to be honest. Yeah, I was
0: surprised to see his name pop up because there was obviously there was been plenty of people linked since uh, Dean Keats got the sack. Um yeah. And yeah, I guess like you said. He isn't the most glamorous of managers. He sort of bounced yeah. around League One yeah. quite a bit in the, in recent time. But you've got to remember that League One is League One and it is a step up yeah. from the National League. Uh, so, it's, it's you know, he's going to have plenty of experience and contacts especially, uh, player-wise. What about you, Kaus? Obviously, being a Wrexham fan, your thoughts on it all?
1: Yeah, I think he's he's a solid appointment. family. <coughs> I think... Um... Yeah, I th- I I know a lot of. Th- there's been a few Sunderland fans sort of saying, "Oh, you know, he was rubbish, blah blah blah." But I don't think you can read too much into Sunderland. They've been a bit of a disgrace to yeah. the club behind the scenes yeah, for a car long time. For a they? Club, isn't they? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but Bolton fans very positive about him. Bradford fans and um, and Charlton fans from from a few years ago as well. They they're all you know got pretty uh, positive things to say. I think it's a good appointment. Like you just said, then um, you know. His win percent or ever said I should say um, spot on really uh, I think you can you can look at win percentages stuff like that it doesn't tell a full story um, mm-hmm. you know he's been managing teams who've been struggling and you know win percentages only tell uh, you know a very small part of the tale don't they so um, yeah I think I'm pretty happy with that I think if if the money hadn't come in uh, and we were still sort of fans run I think we would be absolutely over the moon to get a manager of yeah. this sort of uh, stature. So so yeah, I think um, I think obviously with the money we've got uh, from the new owners and what have you, I think maybe some fans have got unrealistic expectations and expecting Pep Guardiola to turn up or something like that. <laughs> so yeah. um yeah, I, th- I think I think definitely conference level he, he's a good appointment and um, yeah he should have as you just said good contacts good enough contacts certainly to get his promoted.
0: Mm. I mean considering like you look at his his run at Bolton. Bolton were an absolute basket case of a club. Yeah. And you know, he he got them promoted yeah. to the championship, consider, yeah. you know, in the midst of an absolute mess and it was only because the the whole club imploded but you know, off the pitch that it all went wrong, so it's yeah. This I guess it's quite exciting. I think that's the thing with with that league, is you've got to have someone with experience because it's such a horrible league, isn't it? And yeah, like a like a, a young sort of glamorous manager could quite easily come unstuck in that league. Um, as I'm sure I can't think of an example, but I'm sure it's happened. So you know, I think it's a it's a good decision, and if he can start you know pushing Wrexham in the right way, and then bring someone else through behind him to take it, take it over and hopefully Wrexham climb up the league. Um, Rod, what about you? Uh, obviously not a Wrexham fan, but uh, I'm sure you, you're sort of watching it all unfold.
4: Yeah. Uh, no, I think it's a good appointment. I think he's a decent manager, like Cow said, Sunderland. You can't really read too much into that because every manager has gone there is basically, it's like taking a suicide pill in it going to go into the manager <laughs> there cause they're a bit of a shambles. But... Uh, <laughs> I remember my brother had a housemate who was a Charlton fan and he was a big fan of him when he was in charge there. And uh, and he dresses well on the touchline, doesn't he? He looks like a good solid teacher. So uh, that's I, I, that, that's, <laughs> that's, that was the main thing I was looking for. Nah, that's, maybe nah, that's, so uh, that's my... Uh, <laughs> Great insight into it anyway. <laughs> are
1: you are you hoping are you hoping for the uh, for some Matalan sponsorship or something like yeah, that? Yeah,
4: you, yeah. are you to TK Maxx I it, it? I don't know which uh, what shops are a going concern anymore but uh, yeah <laughs> It's all online these days, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's got he's got some really good like uh, cup nows as well, you know, he got to the League Cup final with Bradford. Yeah. Yeah. which is um, which is an incredible achievement and,
1: which is they, mad
4: yeah. they were a, they were a really good cup side them a few seasons ago yeah i think
0: they, they were the, they were the first team to beat jose Mourinho at stanford bridge when he was in charge of chelsea in both i think for like a ridiculous amount of years i can't remember what the fact yeah. is but i know he beat them at at uh, at stanford bridge so you never know that sort of stuff you know cup runs uh, huge for you know clubs of that level as newport can attest to um so you know if he can even
4: get you I can't even remember the last time Wrexham had a cup run. Another famous FA Cup yeah. Uh, night on the cards, maybe? That would be nice. That would be nice, yeah. yeah. Was it? It's, uh, was it, nice.
1: <laughs> it's a long remember? time since, I think it's 2013, the last time we, we, uh, I we remember, got to the third round. Yeah. Oh, remember, sorry, no, 2015 against Stoke, it was. Sorry.
4: remember back in yeah. the late 90s, was it, when Kevin Russell and all them were playing? I remember yeah. you played West yeah. Ham, was it, in the snow, maybe? Yeah, that's, that's uh, right. For some reason, that's in my mind. There. Yeah,
1: we, we beat West yeah. Ham a couple of times, actually. I know uh, promotion's
4: the... Promotion's the uh, key for you this year, isn't it, But uh, yeah. be nice to see them. Uh,
1: oh yeah, nice, nice to mean, see Racks Rex, yeah. get a
4: get a bit of a cup run back in the spotlight a bit as well. So yeah, I don't know.
1: I mean, yeah, that's some of our best ever games. Obviously, we've uh, we've had some great nights in Europe as well. You know, before my time, like. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I think the the cup games are the ones. Uh, certainly, for you know, people of uh, well, I'm not going to assume your age ever. I'm guessing we're relatively similar age. Um, I'll leave that one there. And, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, uh, I think you know we sort of remember the FA Cup games more than anything uh, as Wrexham fans, don't we? So um, yeah, they're, they're the ones that you want to get back. And like I say, promotion is is the uh, is the big goal. But um, but yeah, certainly the the big FA Cup games. They're the games that you sort of you know you remember and you really look forward to. Mm.
0: Absolutely. So, obviously, like,
2: I absolutely love the FA Cup because you just don't know what's going to happen, and like, the excitement isn't the same as it is in the leagues. I feel on a cup yeah, run. I completely
1: agree. Oh,
0: I totally yeah. agree. Yeah, I think I love the FA Cup. It's, I it was the first thing I used to get excited about as a kid. Yeah. Uh, like the third round draw was almost always such an event, and <laughs> yeah. Um, it's yeah, it's 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 brilliant, and it's always nice to it'd be nice for Wrexham to have that cup run, and especially if there's fans at a Kairas yeah. and being able to get a, a fairly, you know, sizable club down there would be nice to have a Cardiff. Cardiff, this is Wrexham. No doubt, Wrexham would probably beat would Cardiff, but uh
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I think that'd, uh, that'd be a great deal. Uh, that, yeah, that that would be amazing. It's, I used to love the games against the Welsh clubs. I mean, mm. you know, there was a bit more edge to them back in the day, but. You know, a Welsh derby, it was it was just a special atmosphere. And it was, where yeah. else, you know, where else sort of in, in the world would you uh, would you have a derby game between two clubs 200 <laughs> miles away from each other? <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. no, it was great and, you know, it'd be great to get them back.
0: So, um, obviously, we'll do a bit more in-depth on the rest of the clubs uh, in the next couple of weeks as they prepare, prepare for pre-season. I think Newport, Cardiff and Swansea are both ticking away nicely, making a few sign-ins, but... Early expectations, Evra, is it promotion or nothing? Like, it's got to be promotion this season?
2: Um, I think I think people are growing tired. What is it now? It's, it's got to be like 12, 13 years now, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I think people are growing very, very tired and frustrated. But I think we also need to be realistic about our expectations. Yes, we have, you know, a decent calibre manager coming in. We've got all this investment. But at the end of the day, it's the players that have got to perform on the pitch. And I think a lot needs to be implemented outside of the game. To ensure that the players are almost like a community, um, a brotherhood that you know to step on the pitch for something that they're absolutely proud of, a decent training centre, you know all these things need to be put in place. And I think, you know, we we do need a period where they can size each other up, they can figure it out, where the manager does work out the team. Um, but I absolutely do think if by the end of the season we're we're not promoted. I mean, I think it's going to be pitchforks and torches <laughs> it's,
0: it's a good yeah. It's a good point though because I'm sure there's going to be a lot of change this summer in yeah. terms of uh on the on the pitch off the pitch, and it's not going to be easy for you know that's the thing when when like squads move around so much and so many players leave. I'm assuming there's quite a big turnover of players so far this summer
1: well um, y yeah, yeah turnover there's there's a lot of players have left um and, uh, you know, obviously none come in just yet, the <laughs> manager's just arrived, but uh, but yeah, there's, there's been a few, like, you know, we, we sort of released um, uh, Fika Kelleher, who's, who's a good good centre-back, really good player, um, I, and I don't know who made that decision, that, that was troubling me a little bit, like, why have we sort of released good players when mm. the manager wasn't even there, makes you wonder, but hey, you yeah. know, it's happened now. Uh, and he's he, we've released ends. him, and he's gone to Bradford City, a league above. So that's that's a strange mm. one. Fair play,
2: fair play. Um, but yeah, but it, it it's gonna, it is going to be Steve a decent. He like post something today about like the next seven days or something like that.
1: Yes, uh, uh, Sean Harvey said something. Uh, that was it, know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He put something on uh, on LinkedIn, which I, I thought, wow, there you go. Yeah. I thought I thought LinkedIn was just uh, business types kissing each other's asses, but obviously. Uh,
3: F- hey, that- hey I'm on, on LinkedIn. Well. Oh, yes, all
1: right. Yeah, so I yeah, love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll kiss your arse yeah. later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll recommend you everyone there, if that's what I want. Kous, 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 is there
4: anything you are not on these days?
1: No, well, let's I'm, not, I'm, not <laughs> well on, yeah. I'm not on Instagram. I'm not on Instagram. Ah, but, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, but I might be Tried after today. Weeks. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, did see, he said... Um, he, Gave a, well, a not very cryptic uh, message saying yeah. there could be some, some exciting news in the next seven days. So, you know, we'll wait and see on that one.
0: Yeah, that'll be nice. That'll be nice. There's no no uh, links at the moment to anyone or?
1: No, not that. really. I, I haven't seen anything. But, you know, I, people, uh, people start to, uh, you know, speculate now, I'm sure, after reading that. I was yeah. I
4: was I was expecting some uh, nonsense players to be linked to Wrexham with the and you know, I was yes. expecting to hear of some absolute yeah. like never going to happen type of transfers, but there's not been yeah. much of that, I don't think. Jameson, Jameson, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Um, so the, I guess the other Wrexham news briefly: uh, Kous uh, TikTok's the new shirt sponsor, and yeah. uh, sponsors obviously worked. It's got you on board. Um, yeah. <laughs> how how how's the early forays into TikTok treating you?
1: Um, I absolutely hate it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I uh, I I just uh, I I don't know. I don't understand it really. Um, my I've done two videos so far. Both have just been just piss take videos. Uh, which seems to have gone down well. And I thought, oh, maybe there's something in this. Are you uh, um, are
4: you trying to choreograph some sort of dance with? The... <laughs> With a mate well, up I mean, there, like one of those.
1: Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I, I think that's what it's for, isn't it? That seems to be just people dancing and pointing to like uh, like text yeah. above their head and stuff. Um, <laughs> Evra, are you on there? Do you know any more than me? I don't really understand it um,
2: myself. I, to be honest, I just watch videos, I don't make my own. I thought about making my own, but I'm like, oh, I just, I don't, I don't think I can be bothered, to be honest. But um, yeah. yeah, make a dance, lad. Tommy Kaus, bend the knees and whip it out, do you know what I mean? Do it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you can do that on yeah. there,
4: can you? <laughs> I've got I've got enough lawsuits against me without that. Tom, <laughs> Tommy idea. Tommy Kaus puts his back out. One million views. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you well, know me. If there's if there's uh, financial gain, I'm willing to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, Evan
0: yeah, yeah. has asked what dance are you learning for your newest TikTok house? Have you got anything, you know, Macarena or I don't know what, what dances uh, what dances are there these days. <laughs>
1: I mean, the, the only dance I've ever been capable of is, uh, is like a, a Bears style chicken dance from back <laughs> uh, in I'm good at that, um, but that, that's, that's roughly about it, I would say. But yeah, I'm always willing to learn. You can, you can teach an old dog new tricks, can't you? So, not, so who not knows?
4: To, not to not uh, sure. talk Wrexham's new sponsors down, but I was always a big advocate of Vine back in the day. Six yeah, second videos, like, job done. Oh, good shit, that, that was. It
1: disappeared, didn't it? What, what happened yeah. with Vine? Yeah, yeah, Face- I don't know Facebook what
4: happened there. bought him and just shut them down, I think. That was that was the original and <laughs> best for me. Yeah. Vine,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I did yeah. like a Vine.
0: Right, so on to the quest. As, as as we said <laughs> earlier, I'm surprised we've even got this long out of Wrexham. Uh, so thank God Ever is on this week because otherwise it would just be in Cows vocalising about Wrexham. <laughs> um yeah. we've got plenty of questions we asked for your questions from the serious to the ridiculous and you followed through from the serious to the ridiculous um, followed through. <laughs> <laughs> hey we talked about that the other week don't worry <laughs> <laughs> so uh <laughs> a, se- a more serious one to start uh father of the pod alan march has asked how do how far do you think Connorskey, tns Baller, newtown will progress in europe so obviously those matches are coming up now uh in the next few days um, the only game that matters on Wednesday, Conor's Key are playing Alashkert from uh, from uh, Armenia in the Champions League. Uh, TNS are playing Glen Torren in the Europa Conference League on uh, the 8th, which is Thursday. Uh, Bala are playing Larn, uh, also Northern Irish side, and Newtown are playing uh, Dundalk uh, from Republic. So, as far as I'm aware, I assume they're all quite tough fixtures. I don't know anything about the Armenian side, of Um I'm assuming they're going to probably cause a bit of trouble because I imagine they're uh, quite. Uh, I don't know. You just Eastern European sides. I just think they're all going to be really, really good and organised. So who knows? Uh, what do you reckon, uh, Rod? Just sort of. I know. Yeah, I'm, it's, I'm... it's a difficult one with it, with these games because. It, it's really hard to sort of compare the leagues and I know Dundalk are a really good side so I think yeah, Newtown are going to have their work cut out.
4: Dundalk were in the group stages, weren't they, last year? So yeah. I think, yeah. So yeah, I think that's a bit of a stretch too far, perhaps. Um, I'm going to get lambasted by that same guy for uh, not knowing enough about the uh, <laughs> Welsh Prem but uh, <laughs> I think it's more to do with the opposition. I don't know enough about... I don't really know much about Glentoran, to be honest with you but mm-hmm. that seems to be a level of... Football is slightly higher, maybe. Um, so that's going to be a tough fixture. Like you said, with the Armenian team, they just sound like they're probably quite handy, but they just yeah. don't get any like exposure. And what was the other team you said?
0: Um, Larne, again. Not Larne as, not, not Larn Larn as in West <laughs> Wales. <laughs> oh, they'll do <doing laughs> them in their rubbish. I think I've played them. <laughs> yeah. uh, the only thing i yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. L A R N E, again. I'd not heard of them. So. I I'd like to think TNS could give Glentoran a game. Obviously.
4: Yeah. Yeah, true enough. Collinskey uh, are uh, yeah, uh I think not knowing enough about the Armenians that stops me predicting anything positive for them, but I think they could give him a good game, not, without knowing anything yeah. about the opposition. But, I,
1: just, um, I I I really fancy Connors Key, you know. Yeah. I really do. I really yeah. fancy him. Um <laughs> they were very unlucky last year. Was it was it Dinamo Zagreb?
0: Uh no, Tbilisi. Uh, Tbilisi, Dinamo sorry, Tbilisi, Dinamo yeah.
1: Tbilisi, yeah, yeah. They, they were very, very unlucky to go out. Um, and yeah, I, I really fancy Connorsky. I think the Northern Irish sides, I, I I don't think, I think, I think maybe the, the top sides, I think Linfield are always pretty strong, but I think the other sides in the Northern Irish side, I don't think there'd be too much difference between our sides uh, mm. in the Welsh system. Um, so I think we have got a chance there. Agree with you, lads. I think uh, Dundalk, very good side. Uh, presuming that they still got the the bulk of their side from a couple of years ago, uh, yeah. And they got quite far in the Europa League. That's going to be a tough one. Um, but hey, I, I I really I do believe in the Welsh sides. I think it, we do have to start getting them results. It's been so, yeah. we've had so many near misses and like hard luck stories. Well, I'm just looking.
0: I'm just looking now at that Connors-Key-Tbilisi game. I knew it was late, but they scored a penalty in the 97th minute to win it. Yes,
1: yeah. To knock yeah. them out, which is... And and, and, and Connors-Key, I, I watched. I managed to watch quite a lot of that game, and, and Connors-Key were really unlucky. They played mm. really well. And, um, yeah, I, I think they've got a chance. I really do. I, I fancy... Yeah, I think it's going to be tough. It's Newtown-Dundalk, isn't it? Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah.
1: I, th- I, I think... I That's think the Dundork toughest be, one, isn't it? I think Dundalk could be too strong for Newtown, but... You know, I know uh, Chris Hughes from uh, he comes into the Chippy every now and then, top man. Um, and uh, yeah, I, you know, I really, I, I really hope they do well because he's a top man and uh, and a really good coach as well, uh, who's done a great job at Newtown. So, you yeah. uh, know, best of luck to all of them. Fingers yeah. crossed. And one positive
4: with that draw is with the Land game. At least one Welsh team will get through in it. So it's, uh... <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm surprised the U a for out that game. To <laughs> yeah, know. a bit,
4: bit of a <laughs> strange draw that one. Yeah. yeah. yeah oh dear right
0: uh, I, I I think we'll have a chat about them uh, next week because there'll be the midpoint in between so we'll have an, a, more of an idea of where the team yeah. sort of stand I think and it's it's a bit of football to watch this week if you don't
4: want to watch uh, the other football
5: especially yeah, well,
2: on Wednesday same. I'm
4: going to dedicate my week to uh, watching Armenian footage on YouTube I think just yeah. to <laughs> brush up on my knowledge I think.
2: I'll find some birds to watch I think or something like that as well. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know what
4: else is happening on
0: Wednesday so uh, yeah uh,
1: there's, there's a i oh, they're doing. The, um, in the, uh, recently moved to Stan
4: as you know. They're doing a two for one at the kebab, so that's going on on, on Wednesday. So <laughs> yeah, Sean, I, I think. Advantage of that. Yeah. I them. think uh, Mega Shark, the giant
1: octopus, is on the Sci-Fi Channel as well. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, it's, the...
4: it's worth a shout. Just to... <laughs>
0: yeah. So the um, the the Nomads game is on at seven pm on um, on Wednesday, and I know Bryn Law's production company are covering the game, so they will. I think oh, nice. probably on there facebook and youtube maybe i think they will be so have a watch of that um like i said because there's no other football to watch so yeah, uh, so yeah so moving on to the next question <laughs> because it's gonna be a long one let me try and figure out i tell you what, i'm just gonna go from the top to bottom i was gonna try and split the uh the silly to the um to the to the nonsensical to the serious um we got shag marry cruise or mame kill is too violent i feel the commentary lineup from last night's game i mean i didn't watch any game last night uh who was on the commentary lineup i know jermaine genius had a lot of stick
1: yeah jermaine genius is an absolute idiot of a man um <laughs> and he's just he's just he's just one of these bloody uh, english commentators who like oh the ukrainians are uh, are in awe of england he's just like shut up mate you know shut up. this is international football you're talking to people like Zinchenko, Yamalanka—they—they're not—they're not in awe of these players. What are you going on about, you absolute idiots of a man? Um, so, yeah, <laughs> Jermaine maintain um, get in the bin, mate. You—you'll
4: be watching the one show quite avidly from now on. Then, oh right. yeah,
1: Christ, oh, yeah. Oh,
2: <laughs> the non-show lads. <laughs> the non-show. <laughs> <laughs> i, I,
4: right. I uh, me and my brother tried to watch the England game on the RTE channel. I don't—don't don't ask how we try got hold of that coverage, but. Uh, I think Liam Brady and Didi Hammer were on the uh, panel of pundits, so. Didi just Didi Hammam. Hammam? Yeah, he was there. How did he find his way
1: onto to RTE?
4: I I'm not gonna cast aspersions, but it's probably a good place for him with the uh, nights out. You can have an island in Ireland, it, so. Oh yeah, good point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right, uh, uh, another
0: silly one, uh, briefly. Uh, Tommy Kouse having a few days on Twitter. Will you end up being uh, A, a flat earther, B, a big foot enthusiast, C, Hollywood as a St. cult, or D, the new leader of the free Britney Spears movement? Any any take on that, Kouse? Um,
1: on, on on TikTok, you mean, not
0: Twitter? Yeah, TikTok, I'm yeah, already losing I, the uh, Yeah, Yeah,
1: yeah I, I don't know, I don't... I, I'm surprised that the uh, Finland doesn't exist uh, group wasn't on there. Yeah, and, I'll, so always I'm, ba- I'm, I'll
0: always hit that drum.
1: I'm a I'm a paid up member of the Finland doesn't exist group. Uh, Flat Earth? No, I'm not. Yeah, that's that's a thing. You have a look at that, everyone. Yeah. It's fascinating. It's fascinating. Yeah. Finland does not exist. It's yeah. uh, it, but what what were we saying? It's a um, not that we made it up, but uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's, a,
0: an, it's it's an it's an efficient yeah. It's some sort of deal between the japanese and the russians uh to, so they can fish illegally i don't know exactly uh, it's worth a read yeah. it's worth you a do
4: read. You, you, it, you do need to uh, start pushing some new conspiracy i think like say something like rabbits are a myth or <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know jesus was a lizard or something like that yeah, you know yeah. <laughs> something new something fresh yeah. new angle i think
1: i do i do like conspiracy theories. i am fascinated by them. i really am um yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to say any more. I'm not going to sort of say things about the royal family because uh, my my new house that I've moved into has got a, a lot of uh, lot of good vantage points for a potential sniper. So <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't want to go into that sort of murky murky territory. Hey, so you'd I'll make be, uh, us
0: famous
4: if you got uh, shot, cos. Yeah, I
1: mean, you know, imagine I'm, the listeners to, we can get. To take one, take one from the team. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Was
4: there any early signs? Let's listen to these podcasts. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> just, I've just, I've sort of noticed, uh, yeah, I've sort of noticed a lot of crosshairs on my walls in the disappear.
4: Uh, <laughs> but what, yeah. what's that red light at the wall there? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh,
0: Flagless math asks, uh, asks Godfather one or two? Ever Godfather one or two?
2: Neither.
0: I've never seen either either. <laughs>
2: oh, <laughs> no, no. Really? no Evra, you this. haven't me. seen the Godfather. No, I like the Care Bears, mate. I'm all about the love. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's, that's similar.
1: It's very similar. Um, no, yeah. You've got to watch The Godfather. I've, uh, watch the I have
4: I remember watching Godfather 2. The only time I've seen it was I was drunk on New Year's Eve and we kind of abandoned the night out and we had a Chinese and watched Godfather 2 and I don't remember anything.
1: Have you seen it's the too. first one, Rod?
4: Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, so I've got to go for that because I don't have a clue what happens in Godfather 2. Oh, no.
1: God, Godfather <laughs> 2 for me. Godfather. Two How many movies. is there? Fantastic. It's three. What well, uh, about Godfather three? Yeah, th- third one's not worth bothering with. It's So it's okay, but it's rubbish compared to the first. If we if
0: we're gonna first, allow allow a bit, a bit like Shrek, then
1: very much like Shrek. Yeah, you, yeah, you can um, only have similar, one Shrek. Yeah. yeah, a bit bit like um, Beverly Hills Chihuahua series as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. very similar. <laughs> similar to <that>. Has anybody <laughs> seen
2: that footage of the, the the dead mother bear on Shrek?
4: Nope. Yeah, I saw that—the one with the, the ribbon. The silence yeah. that came
2: with that. Yeah, like shocking. Um, she ends up being like a rug. Yeah, what? I've never noticed that. It's
4: destroyed it's, me. L- look it up after this, on Twitter. I saw that the other day. Yeah, um, someone yeah. basically there was three—a mother bear, father bear, and a child bear—and they're all together. And one of them's caged, I think. And then the mother pe- disappears in the next scene and then later on she's like someone's rug on the floor, like, so... B- oh, b- awful, b- bit dark, like, Still bit dark. Still wearing a bow. Yeah. Oh.
1: <laughs> if, if, anyone's, if, anyone's, if anyone's listening and thinking I'm going to Google all these things after the show, then, uh, you know, delete your history because you're going to look like an absolute <laughs> mentalist. <history. laughs> <laughs> right so on to a more
0: serious question i've been trying to figure out words for this all day since it came in ben price uh, of the brilliant view for the ninian podcast all cardiff fans should check that out uh do you feel that yes cymru has lost its way in recent months um it's a big question (laughs) it's a big question and it sounds like ever has got got some uh some feelings to get off her chest about it um I I don't know. I've sort of lost my whole way with the movement in general. I still obviously wholeheartedly believe Wales should be an independent country. Um I also don't think that should be one group speaking on behalf of everyone because there is it's a broad church. True enough. Um and but I don't know. It's such a difficult difficult thing to t- try and think about. Luckily I've had the U Roses as a distraction and I think the what? Um, d- yeah, I don't know what you... Uh, sorry, I don't know. <laughs> yeah.
2: um, is that lottery still going, is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: Ah, shit, forgot my ticket. Like, yeah. <laughs>
2: Someone asked, who, who do you think's going to win the Euros? I said, be Gran. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Or yeah. <laughs> that syndicate <laughs> from co-op <laughs> in town. Yeah, mate. Nah, don't be <laughs> sharing the wealth, grand. Just keep it for no. yourself. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mm. so
0: i just think there's there's too many cooks trying to spoil the broth at yes Coventry. from what i can see sure. on the outside yeah
3: um
0: i haven't got involved in the workings of the group itself um i support the the cause um and uh obviously want independence to be for everyone because that's the whole point What what's the point of having independence if we're just going to be england light uh i think we can yeah. all agree on that yeah um yeah. So, it's yeah, it's such a difficult thing, and I just think I think someone needs to to grab yes, Henry, shake it up, shake all the crap out of it, and the infighting, and and everything,
4: and let's focus on
0: the real do, enemy.
4: Do, do you think that people are losing sight of the fact that this infighting ha- seems to be happening with about fifty people? That's the other thing, isn't it? Twitter's Out of such about a... 18,000 members. It's, yes. it's, Do you know, you know what? I think, think we
2: need to remember with kind of the S movement is it's, you know, 18,000 members. There are thousands yes. of people involved. But the problem is the things that are being thought about are moral issues, and mm. people are labelling some of these issues as opinion. We should not be arguing as a movement for an equal society over people's right to equity Or equality like every person in that movement should be treated equally provided the equity and support that they absolutely need so you know we we can talk about opinion all day on these really significant matters that everybody seems to have strong opinions about but nothing nothing is changing as far as I'm concerned and I absolutely support wales as an independent nation Independence is an absolutely normal and rightful thing to do what i don't support is attacking people regardless of origin um and it does concern me massively because we shouldn't be arguing about the rights of people like everybody deserves their rights everybody deserves their place in wales regardless of their origins regardless of their heritage who they are their bracket social class um, but as I can see there's all this toxicity going on but nothing is changing and the mm. people are leaving the Yes Cymru movement and that's deeply damaging not only for you know the different communities that are supportive of the movement but the movement itself and let's yeah. not forget that Yes Cymru isn't the only independence movement in mm. Wales there's yeah. Indod as well absolutely um, yeah. you know that has a firm socialist view of independence absolutely everybody is welcome, adored and appreciated for their value. And I know, yes, Cymru do appreciate people, but I think there has to be a level of acceptance of culpability. I think there needs to be some sort of consensus of what is not, absolutely is not acceptable. And if something occurs, it needs to be called out immediately for what it is and it's it's a massive concern for me i've always been a strong advocate for yes Cumberland since you know i understood it um since i was supportive of independence but what i cannot support is this constant toxic environment for people it's yeah. hurting people mentally you know even physically the stress is weighing people down it's just not nice to see yeah
4: very well said absolutely Good. spot on
0: i think i think there's a few non-negotiables <clears throat> with independence yeah and in, i think just in life in general i think you can have a view on how the economy is run you can have a view on dare i say it immigration uh, yeah. and you can have a yeah. view on yeah. how education's run you can have a view on all these political elements you can have a yeah. view on yeah. and if you don't agree with how i think about it then you have the right i may not think it's right you may not think what i think is right but there's opinions I think you can have on how those things are run. What you can't have an opinion yeah. on, I think, is sexuality, race, yeah, freedom of religion, um, yeah, what all, all of that sort of social stuff,
2: personal characteristics essentially, yeah. essentially isn't it? Y- there's,
4: yeah. there's no opinion on that because you've got to make them all welcome. Like yeah. you can't you can't discriminate at all in my in my book because it's that's not. What we want, because otherwise we may as well remain part of this. Well, in in quotation marks, United Kingdom, in it, so.
2: Exactly, and uh, if you look at the scope of Wales as a nation, we are full of absolutely brilliant, diverse communities, Mm. from our trans communities to our BAME communities. Do you know what I mean? Like, We've got so many wonderful, amazing people, and right now everybody is being fragmented and segregated, and some communities are being told that they're more deserving of rights than others. Mm. And actually, these are not things that we should be arguing about, firstly. And secondly, nobody has the right to tell somebody how they experience their life, how yeah. they experience racism, how they experience their you know, their, their gender transition. Nobody has the right to tell you how you should feel or react to your situation. And I think there's an element of respect that has been lost. We've lost, I think because everything is so online now, and it's so easy to just attack on Twitter, we've lost that humanity in ourselves, we've lost that natural yes. empathy yeah. that we have when we're connected as a community, and I think mm. when we start marching again, when we start being a community around each other, seeing the different faces and understanding people's different experiences, I think that's when the movement is going to solidify and I, become I stronger. Agree. But until that point, we need to start establishing a level of respect. Mm. And, yeah. uh, and it's been lost amongst very communities. I mean, I you know, understandably, agree
1: with that,
2: yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, understandably people are angry and they will attack us. that's what people do when they feel backed in the corner. But we just need to just stop arguing over people's existence and right yeah. to live.
4: And, and doing it on twitter isn't real life either is it it's like exactly, a, it's an easy exactly. platform for people to abuse one another yes whereas no in real, i
1: think every, i think yeah. every spot on in terms of like when we can get back out there the marches and stuff i think the movement will strengthen again and get back to where we were let's say six 12 months ago when the movement yeah. was growing at, at a ridiculously rapid pace wasn't it, it Which, yeah and that it was, was brilliant there. that was fantastic and at that time we looked like wow this movement is really going somewhere and then we've we've sort of you know we've had the the various lockdowns and stuff like that and it's all and gone it's, online it's isn't so tr- it yeah it's, exactly yeah. and it's so true it's so true i'm i'm just as guilty as, as anyone i think that um you know a, a conversation face to face is always so different to a conversation online isn't absolutely. it absolutely and, and i think we, i think everyone's a little bit guilty of that you know it, it's, yeah. it's a lot more it's a lot more confrontational online In person you you you're far more likely to try and see things from the other person's point of view in person than you are online Um, and I I do think I think there's a there's a bit of um, you know there's uh, a few people being a little bit argumentative and stuff for the sake of it I'd say Uh, not too many the very small small group but I think you know they're just not doing the movement. Uh, you know, hey, listen, we, we all fight for what we believe in. I absolutely get yeah. that. But sometimes, you know, the co- I look at some of the confrontation on Twitter and I think, you know, re- really guys, you probably agree. I look at two people and they'll be rowing and call each other yeah. names, blah, blah, blah. And I look, and I think you two people probably have 99% yeah. of stuff in common. Yeah, and and yet you're, you're arguing over, hey, it's not a minor issue, but can we, can we not just discuss this issue that you've got a, a, a sort of disagreement around? Can we not discuss it? You know, because at the end of the day, any two, you'll never get two they people should, with exactly they, 100% the same views. It's impossible. Should, it won't happen. They should no.
4: take these conversations privately because I'm sure compassion, compassion and empathy yeah. become more prevalent when you're talking one-to-one with someone or you can get your, your view across to someone rather than, like, being mobs piling on each other kind of thing. It's just not constructive at all. I think
2: outing people on Twitter as well, like yes. sharing yeah. their sensitive information. Oh, yeah, okay, that's Okay, you can completely... disagree with somebody... Or yeah. you can feel aggrieved by somebody, but sharing the stuff, you know, putting on a platform for others to yeah. you know, yeah, regardless of the agree. context, it's damaging. It, you know, th- yeah. anything could happen to that person. Exactly, You yeah. know, somebody that's a wise guy on a, on a computer can find out where somebody lives. And I think we it, it's, again, it's that humanity that we seem to be losing. Mm. And it doesn't matter. Like, people will disagree with you throughout your life. People are going to throw things at you. And if every time somebody you know, that disagreed with you, incited that anger and you just lashed out. You're not gonna have a happy life and you're not gonna change. Nothing is gonna improve for you. And I think we just need to just bring it back down and stop arguing over Mm. people's existence. Yes, you might not agree with the way somebody exists or agree with the way that they react to something that hurts them in society, but you've got no right to tell them how to feel. And I think mental health-wise, we we're, we're all so quick to say hashtag be kind or yeah. you know mental health awareness is okay not to be okay. But you know, within ten minutes, you're you know somebody's attacking somebody on Twitter, and you don't know what's going on in that person's life behind hmm. that feed. You know, one comment can push somebody. We've seen it with people like Caroline Flack, for instance, yeah. Chester Bennington. You know, th- these things hurt people every day. And you know, as somebody, I'm I'm gay a woman and I, you know, I've got varying disabilities and I feel alienated by a number of members in that community, yeah. mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and, and people making comments about how I should react or the fact that, you know, uh, being neurodiverse, that I shouldn't need to have things planned or things a bit quieter and things. Well, actually, you're opening doors of people that would normally be alienated or segregated from your movement if you just make small little adaptations to ensure that everybody you talk about an all wales and equal wales but yet the small things are not in place to allow all of wales to enjoy the movement and to feel passionate and safe to be authentic
0: yeah i think you're absolutely spot on yeah very good i think spot on. i think with the the whole thing i understand yes cymru want to be apolitical um like party political and you know they don't yeah. have a stance on Brexit you know whether Wales should be part of the EU or not I think fair enough they shouldn't have that but like I said there are things that you have to we have to abide by yeah and I think there is non-negotiables that that are bigger than politics and yeah. I think like you yeah. said Evra it should be a safe space for absolutely everyone and no one should feel absolutely. no one should make someone else feel like they don't belong in that movement because an independent Wales I'd like to think is for everyone regardless of who you are and i just you know just i just don't care about what other people are doing like if you want to be who you whoever you want to be live and let live live and let live it it doesn't affect my life if you want to
4: choose to be whoever you want to be people tend to get worked up about things that have genuinely no effect on their day-to-day lives and i just don't i really don't understand it. it comes from a place of bigotry a lot of the time and You know, that's one thing we need to stamp out, really, and I don't know, it's, it's, like you said, it's the one thing about the movement where you can, we've got to make it non-political in terms of parties and who you vote for and things, because you've got to get a broad spectrum to be able to get a cohesive movement together, but at the same time, we've got to stamp out the things like, you know, I can't think of the words now, but any, any form of bigotry, basically. Yeah. yeah, you know.
2: and at the end of the day, like, it doesn't matter, like, we've all faced, every individual in society faces some struggle or difficulty, regardless of how anybody else perceives that to what it is, you cannot take the knife from your own back and stab someone else with it, mm. because, you know, when I joined the movement, I had visions of a, an amazing independent Wales where every community was able to thrive, for who they are, use their authenticity, their culture, their heritage, regardless of whether you're from South Africa, Afghanistan, Poland. If you feel Welsh, you are Welsh, Mm -hmm. and that's it. We've all got a part to play to making this nation, not just great, but because we already are a brilliant nation, but just to help it thrive in the way that we absolutely deserve as people here. Like, just stop, get some respect and make the movement what it's supposed to be. Because right now, you know, with all this toxicity that's floating around, you've got people over the border. You've got people like the Tories, for instance, who are looking at laughing because they're rubbing their hands together. The movement that frightened them so much during 2020 because of its massive growth Hmm. is now slowly fragmenting in itself. You know, at the end of the day, if we all divide again, who actually wins here? It's not us, it's not Wales. It's not our children or our grandchildren. It's ultimately every bigot in society that's literally try to rid us of our heritage in Wales.
4: Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad you're on this week, Evra, because you can articulate these things so so much better than I can. But I completely agree with everything you say.
1: I I completely agree as well. But I uh, to be honest, I think uh, we should bring it back down to my level now and have the Adam Sandler question, if that's (laughs) okay. Yeah. Mate, I've
2: been waiting
1: for this. (laughs) I well, well, okay.
0: We, I, I, we could talk about that all day and i think we've i think ever especially has made some really good points so if you take Definitely. anything away from this podcast uh there's gonna probably gonna be a lot more nonsense to come but <laughs> if you take anything away the last five ten minutes talk on yes is the most important thing to take away so uh Definitely. so yeah. yeah uh so ever what's your favorite adam sandler film <laughs>
5: click. click
0: yes
2: first <laughs> date <Yes. laughs> Do you know what, right? I've I've sat with a few people and watched Click. They've all got straight faces, laughing, blah, blah. Mate, I sobbed my eyes out. It is quite a sad film, isn't it? Click, Click is my choice. I actually
4: quite liked it. I know it's shit, but it was good.
2: (laughs) Yeah. You look at at his life and kind of look what he goes through and the fact that he's just spent so much time focusing on his, his insularity and his self and kind of progressing himself that he just forgets the world around him.
0: I think like, that's the I, deepest thing
2: heart, anyone's man.
4: ever said
0: about that film.
4: Yeah, I just thought it was a bloke hey, with a remote control.
2: A <laughs> 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 oh, my God. I watched CT yesterday, I was a bit. Yeah, you're
1: yeah, like, you know, like, you know, like saying that proper thing, like, Francis like, I like it when he rewinds life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: I, I like how the remote that's control the reminds games. me of an old remote I had. <laughs>
1: It, it reminds me of the old tushy, but I used to have. Years ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's
0: it's one of them films for me oh. that's like I feel like it's the the um the concept is brilliant and it's one of them like where you're like well, someone can pause their life. I'd love to be able to do that. And it's just yeah. have you? I, uh, I haven't watched it in a long time, so it, it might be any, better than I remember.
4: Have any of you ever listened? Well, I I was like short of podcasts a few years ago when I was gardening. I remember go I I looked up what ones to listen to and there's. These two Aussie blokes, I think they are, and they basically watched Grown Ups 2 every day for a year. <laughs> oh my <God>. And uh, <laughs> I got some sort of affection for that film now, even though I don't think I've <laughs> properly watched it. But yeah, that's a oh, good okay. podcast if you're completely out of podcasts. Uh, get on that, <laughs> it's very, very, very right? repetitive. <laughs> I don't
0: know. He's, he's such a weird one for me, Adam Sandler. Yeah. I think 51st Date is good. Ever you mentioned that? Yeah, didn't you?
1: epic film.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's, appa- good. Apparently,
1: he's, uh, apparently, he's a bit of a Trump supporter and all that, though, isn't is he? Exactly, I think. That's apparently, so, yeah. Move on. We should look into that before I, I just slander him. Uh, no, I like, um, yeah, I like uh, Happy Gilmore for me. That's, that's a classic,
4: yeah. 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 yeah,
1: that's a good one. There's Richard Keels
4: in that one as well, is Oh, yeah,
1: yes, he, is, he? Richard Keels.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Christ. I used to What's... like um, The Longest Yard when I was a kid. I, again, a lot of yeah. these films I haven't seen for a long time.
3: Yeah. Um,
2: Can we just he's... make reference to Drew Barrymore though, because she is so consistently brilliant in his films. Like mm. she does, like irrational, so good. <laughs> like when yeah. she like, yeah, keep running. Yeah. I, I do. <laughs> th- on I, I... When she beats on him with that bat, band.
4: I do think Adam Sandler's got it made though, because he's basically making films now and getting his mates to film it with him. It's basically like a jolly in it. Yeah. He doesn't care what he. Churns out because <laughs> he, take, he takes yeah. like, all the Steve, royalties, Steve Buscemi he? and all them. They're all, it's always yeah. the same cast. <laughs> <laughs> I watched He's that,
2: I'm kind of uh, like Jackass. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I watched that, uh, hubby Halloween as well this, this year. That was, a, that was a weird film, but one of them that I kind of enjoyed in a terrible way. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Welsh football podcast, Alternative Wales, talking about Adam Sandler, brilliant. Oh, you've uh, got to enjoy <laughs> shit films, don't <laughs> you? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, a bit more uh, on the football side of things. Uh, Kevin Davis uh, grapes asks, uh, "Who are your faves to push for a promotion into the Welsh Premier League? Uh, which clubs have dealt with the lockdown the best? Personally, can't wait to get back out watching football, uh, any football." Um, I know Rod. Especially, you don't watch much uh, sort of domestic Welsh football below the. Well, I, I only
4: know the uh, Carmarthenshire area teams really. That's <laughs> yeah. my uh, forte, but I don't don't particularly know who's pushing for the, uh, <laughs> I the promotion know. there. Um, I know Ammanford seem
0: to be building something really good. I think that club seems to be like going in, only going in one direction, yeah. uh, as are uh, Cambrian and Clitheroe as well. Um, yeah. Down south, I don't know much about the northern sides. Cows, I'm sure you can uh, enlighten me. I know Bangor have yeah. the well the old, the original not the original Banger that's 1876. I'd like to think the the Banger Italian and Argentinian All Stars team um, yeah, seems to be I... building something back up up there.
1: I think they have they've, they've looked quite good, haven't they? In their um, you know in their preseason, I think they beat TNS uh, a few months ago and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I think yeah, they, they're going to be up there. Um, you know they've got no real support anymore, uh, other than a few uh, misguided diehards um, who uh, yeah. But basically everyone in Bangor follows 18, uh, 1876 now. So um, but yeah, I, I think they've got a chance on the field. they've, they've got a pretty strong side. Uh, Colwyn Bay, I think, uh, going to be uh, mm. there or thereabouts. Very good setup there. Um, yeah, I, I think Colwyn Bay are basically a, uh, you know, they're a Cumbria pre- Premier side in waiting. Uh, just a case of when they can get the promotion. I think, uh, you know, Pristatin are there. Sand, Sandidno are a good shout. They, they're going to be very strong. Yeah. Uh, they've got um, obviously. Uh, oh, gosh, this is very... Sean his Sorry, Sean O'Dwyer is in charge there. Um, so, so yeah, there's, there's a few good sides, Airbus as well, you can never discount them. It's going to be a really exciting, uh, Cumbria North is going to be a really strong, exciting league this year. So, yeah. um, I'm hoping, obviously, if uh, I'm not getting to Wrexham games one weekend, they'll hopefully catch a couple of games. It's going to be an interesting one,
0: domestic football, I think, below, below the, the Premier, because I feel like so many clubs, because they didn't play last season, yeah. so many players would have left. And I feel yeah. like there could be some leagues with yeah. such a big gulf between the best teams and the worst teams because you could have a team that's lost their whole squad, and yeah. and may have a squad that isn't of the level they were at before the pandemic, and yeah. or they could teams could have a squad that uh, are better than the level they were at before the pandemic. So I think it might be a bit of a yeah. weird season as everything levels out again.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. But I'm looking forward to just having you know the Welsh Cup back and stuff like that again. You know, it was a weird season last year with only. 12 clubs playing Rodri uh, um, how do you sleep at night I know <laughs> Sam, Sam, Sam's asking how do you sleep at night
4: uh, with great difficulty not on my mind no um, well I work a lot of nights so I sleep in the day that's my answer <laughs> a lot of lions a lot of lions so yeah Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Move <Bye>. on. <laughs>
1: was, I mean, like, has, 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 uh, has Roddy done something to Sam that we should know about? That, you know, is there anything you want to get off your chest? An apology maybe, Rods?
4: I did ask people to try and trip us up or we'll get us cancelled last week, so that's probably Sam trying to, <laughs> trying to get me to dig, dish out some dirt. But no, I... Nah, no comments. Move on. Come on. <laughs> uh,
0: Mike is asking, uh, what's the biggest animal you could throw over a Ford Ka? Um, also following uh, the one show, uh, Jermaine's genus, abhorrent commentary last night. <laughs> <laughs> what TV presenters would be a better switch to football? Alan Partridge, too obvious. Uh, Rod, what's Mr. the biggest Bobby? animal
4: you could throw over the Ka? Well, I don't condone throwing animals because I'm a, bi- a big lover of animals, but I do reckon maybe an anteater, maybe, or an armadillo, <laughs> something of that size. I don't know if they're similar size. Tapir, is that an animal? Tibbet? Esca- <laughs>
2: uh, Boris Johnson. <laughs> nice. Yes. Yay, yeah.
4: It's a better answer. Ghost.
1: <laughs> R- um, oh, Christ.
2: Yeah, Jesus Christ.
1: (laughs) 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 Well, yeah, that's a good show. He's a lizard, apparently. You
2: said he's (laughs) a
4: communist, lads.
3: Comrade Christ.
2: Yeah, I I, don't know. (gasps) (laughs) over
1: a Ford KA. I don't know. Probably need to pick up the KA, to be honest. Do you know what? That's genuinely something. I've got nothing. I've got nothing. I've got nothing. I, I I would never throw an animal. Yeah, let's leave it at that. I'd never throw an animal over a cat. What a horrible question! Who sent that one in, uh, Mike?
0: MGDO twenty seven.
1: Right, they are. I'm just adding him to the blocked list. Yeah, I've got him. I've
4: got I've got my emails open. RSPCA. <laughs>
0: uh, on a serious note, though, Rod, I think you're probably right with the size of animal, like an anteater. I guess it's like a large dog, isn't it? I think.
4: Yeah, uh, you need you need uh, a couple. Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to go into detail because it sounds like I'm putting too much thought into uh, <laughs> yeah. throwing animals about. <laughs>
0: We don't and, condone that. And what, we go in.
4: <laughs> and the other one was uh, he asked
0: was what TV presenters would be a better uh, better at football uh, after Jermaine Genius, uh, a great word, abhorrent commentary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, abhorrent <laughs> commentary.
1: So well, that's that's much better, Mike. That's much better. Well, to be honest, if he's if he's ruling out uh, Alan Partridge, then I suppose the obvious one is Richard Madeley. Uh, yeah. That'd be good. He'd be quite entertaining, I think, wouldn't he? Talking about quicksand. Or oh, do, do
4: right? any of you ever watch the day to day, Chris Morris, off that? Yes, oh, Chris yeah. Morris. Yeah, yeah. I'd get him in charge of everything. Yeah,
1: that'd be good. Derek Brockway?
4: Brockway! What did Everest say? Noel Edmonds. That's a very good <laughs> no shout. Noel Edmonds
1: would be good.
4: Yeah. He'd, he'd, he'd try and claim that Aston Villa v Fulham would give you cancer, though, so I'm not sure about that. <laughs>
2: i still rather hear that than Jermaine, to be honest, lads. Yeah,
4: true true enough,
2: yeah. To to be honest, he's been on my radar for so long. Like, every time I've, like, seen him on, like, Mass of the Day or heard any kind of commentary or anything like that, he's always irritated me. um, Because I just think, like, what he says sometimes, like... I mean, I can't imagine he's got big feet, but he does stick them in his (laughs) mouth quite constantly. And I don't even (laughs) think he's aware of it. Like, it just... I mean, he's wound me up for a while, so it's kind of nice that he's on other people's radars right now.
4: Who's this, Edmonds or (laughs) Janus? Both (laughs) of them.
3: Yeah.
2: Janus, to be honest, he has wound me up for time. And and there's a lot of commentary that does, like, wind me up anyway. You know when they, like, literally, you're watching a game and they say the most obvious thing. Yeah, I'm totally on board with this. I, I just tend to mute it at the moment, especially during like England matches, because it's yeah, yeah. okay you can be supportive, but oh, man, it's so biased and like it's, literally like it, they, they've put them on such a stool. Like I'm like oh yeah. my god, I can't cope.
4: It's like the 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 ones that are like higher profile, like Genus and I can't think of well Sam Atterface on ITV, I think, and yeah, the food that yeah. I, their research is just very low. I think da- on Danny, any, Danny,
1: it, Danny Murphy could
4: oh, be the worst one. Murphy's uh, awful.
0: <laughs> And Martin Keown Keown's. as well. I ate him as well. Martin Keown's yeah. crap.
2: I love it yeah. when Patrick says. As I go on uh, some of the channels, like he makes me laugh. He does.
4: Ma- imagine Danny Murphy on air traffic control. We'd have about <laughs> sixty mid-air collisions a daily. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> me! What a boring bloke. like
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I if I was. If I was sat next to Danny Murphy on a flight, I'd want the plane to crash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: Oh.
2: I'd rather watch Robbie Savage, but you know, after-match, like, little slushy ads. Do you remember when he was doing that
4: interview and he was absolutely? Pissed. Oh yeah, after the yeah, Belgium I'd game. i just
2: watching, like to be honest. Yeah, yeah that was. He's it. quite a good. I, I don't mind him that.
4: as a co-commentator because he's actually quite. I don't think he's a very good pundit, but co-commentator no. he's no. actually adds a bit of colour to things. Yeah. yeah, he's got a yeah, personality in him. At least,
1: at least he's not monotone like some of them. is he? Yeah,
4: yeah. Like no, Danny Murphy. Danny Murphy would be uh, criticizing your brace position if the plane was going down, guys. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, uh,
0: uh, app David asks, what's the worst thing you've seen at a football match has to be totally unrelated to football? You got anything, anyone?
2: Oh. Oh, I was going to say, Chester fan, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: I do remember uh, my brother Swansea fan, so I used to go down the vetch with him and uh, I remember someone threw a jumbo pritz stick at the linesman once. <laughs> But I suppose that's slightly related to the football, because I think he uh, made a bad call. So <laughs>
0: Didn't didn't someone shit themselves standing next to you in Moldova, Rod? Oh,
4: oh, I don't know. I was fucking leathered in Moldova myself. It <laughs> so. might have been you, then. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't me. No way. Come on, now. Don't make that stick.
2: you to wipe. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: uh, I can't uh, think ju- of anything. I, I feel like the, honest,
2: the worst thing I tend to see at football matches is... is um, you know the types, and you know when they turn around and pick up their beard or whatever. You, you see it, you know a total eclipse. Like ah, that yeah, yeah, really yeah. just churn me quite a bit.
1: <laughs> I think the worst thing I've seen <laughs> at, at a football uh, football ground is um, I, don't know, I don't know if you ever go into the uh, the tech end ever in Wrexham, but uh, yeah. well, it won't be the same for you anyway. Well, I, I assume it's not. The the gent toilets in the tech end. Uh, it's just a wall that you piss against, basically. and oh uh Yeah, basically, you you just get, every single time you go in there, your trainers are just, like, you, you have to empty
2: oh the piss God, out right.
1: of
4: them. Oh. You know, Do I,
2: I don't often so, go, the, the men's in there, I get shy. <laughs> no, no, I was going to say, yeah, yeah, probably not the best
5: I, idea.
4: I'm going to uh, revise my answer from a jumbo stick to uh, Wales away games. I've caught my own reflection a few times, and that's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty horrendous. Some of the states well, have diarrhea, been in, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I love how got, the. Go on, Rod. What are you saying? I was just gonna ask if you've got any.
0: I can't think you? of anything of it. I feel like I mean I've been to a lot of football matches in my time, but I don't know if I've just become desensitised to a lot of stuff that would normally look ridiculous on the street. I feel like that I happens that's a lot what of football. It is, isn't it? Yeah. You yeah. you anything like so, if you saw something out of the, the context of football happening in the street. You'd, talk, you'd think about it and talk about it for fucking ages
1: for some of the stuff like usually... that guy
2: who brought a horse to Wetherspoons <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: oh Christ that was in Wrexham wasn't it yeah I remember yeah,
2: that yeah it was Yeah. A horse what, to
1: Wetherspoons yeah absolutely what did you do I we were I mean
0: it wasn't at the football but we when we were in France for the Euros me and my dad I can't remember where we were what town we were in we'd stopped in like a little town in between the games like for one of the nights it might have been like tours or somewhere like that we were in a lebanese restaurant i think yeah lovely restaurant sat in the like the window at the front and there's just a bloke walking past with a goat that was a (laughs) real strange experience walking down the street walking a goat good stuff yeah good stuff i love how the um the the questions have come in good Um, stuff
1: what do you want me to say yeah, i don't know, know i don't know no, I don't. it's just uh, like a
4: like a very composed uh, like,
1: yeah. reaction yeah. taking it all yeah. in my stride yeah oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah one of those tall goats yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah i was just gonna say all the questions have come in and like the order is literally like ridiculous serious ridiculous serious so the next yeah. question uh, paul burns has asked uh, Will the FAW look into providing the following of grassroots football, which is a defibrillator and temperature check guns? I thought they were probably supplying temperature check guns. So that's a I shame. Think,
1: yeah, well, certainly but, when I was at Sam, they, they were... Uh, they. They were giving grants for these sort of things right uh, yeah so any club could uh could apply for a thousand pound grant for you know various COVID equipments uh, defibrillators i don't think we're included in that i don't think and right. uh i think he's right i think we definitely should there I should be a given every, every club should have a, a defibrillator i know in llansaman there's there is one in the village but it's you know it's a good five minute jog away um, yeah. which is no good to anyone really every football club should have one um, yeah you i don't i don't them. know how much they cost to be honest are they eight yeah. hundred quid 800
0: odd quid i think to a grand quid. yeah but i, I think, they think you can
4: the ffw like,
2: um, like donations and things as well can't you? yeah i think
4: yes. i think yeah. it's yeah it's something they could do because obviously we saw what happened with Ericsson and yeah. you know it can happen any time which is a scary thing but yeah. it's yeah. something that yeah. you you should have at a sports ground Absolutely. Just, just in the event, because there's so many. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely. Like, this, yeah, they it, should, they I, should
1: organise that. FAW should fund that, definitely.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It should be at the top of the agenda. To be honest, because like you know, if you have a cardiac arrest out of hospital, your chances of dying are very high unless you get yeah you yeah, yeah. to have CPR. And um, you know, it, it, look at Ericsson for a start. You know, a young, fit player. um <laughs> You know, it literally can happen to anyone and you want to be comforted knowing that whether you're a fan or a player at a football match, there's going to be something that that could potentially save your life. Mm.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I always remember listening to an interview with Fabrice Muamba, and he said if what had happened to him happened in his house, yeah. he would have died. So he was lucky he was at a football yeah. ground. Yeah, yeah. So, same, uh, same
4: for Ericsson really, isn't it? Just, yeah, so hopefully, you, don't, you don't like to say lucky, but they are really because yeah. anywhere else, like plenty of people die from cardiac arrests. Every day, and yeah. it's just one of those shocking things that can yeah.
1: happen. Like I so, mean, I mean, in this day and age now, you sh- you shouldn't you shouldn't be able to go a mile without a defibrillator. Yeah. Every every community, every well, small community, like, every I've every housing estate, really like you be. said, every ch-
2: garden village have a defib, like. And I really appreciate yeah, that because I've got you a heart said condition myself, and knowing that's there, like, is is quite yeah, comforting. Yeah. Yes,
1: I can imagine. Yeah.
4: You said Kincardine's got one. I think there's one in Kendavry as well. um so it's you know it's important there's these things in places in every town as well because it's just such, yeah. such an easy Yeah. and all these old phone boxes they're using to put them in you know it's a good use of them as well so yeah. Yeah,
2: that's a brilliant definitely. idea and I yeah. think first aid taught in schools as well on top of that yeah. I think yeah. I know, vital as well I
0: know no first aid I've like, there's no point yeah, in my life know. have I had like a course on it or anything um, I, I
1: think I had one when I was about 14 in school but, mm, you know, that rings a bell yeah, but like yeah, like a, I, I have no expertise in it whatsoever now. I wouldn't have a clue what to do. So you've got to, you know, you, That's, all that's you've got my to, fault. But all you've got I think, to remember. Maybe,
4: it, you know.
2: Surprised we all didn't learn from Vinnie Jones, lads. Yeah. <laughs> all you've got. All
4: you've, all <laughs> you've got to remember. Alive, yeah. yeah, the BGs is yeah. all you've got to remember now, because they yeah. don't recommend the, they don't recommend the mouth to mouth as such anymore. I don't think. Don't could, don't quote COVID-19. me on that because it could be awful advice. No, but, uh, no, but um. <laughs> Yeah, I should know. I did a first aid. I was a lifeguard in the swimming pool, but that was going back 10, 12 years ago. Christ, but
2: that's worrying, isn't it? If they
4: always change. They... <laughs> <laughs> it does
2: change every now and then, doesn't it? Like, the Yeah. Course. I've done first aid, like, several times. And they like need, every, they... every course I do, like, every three years, it changes.
4: Yeah, they do need to, like, make it... The advertising needs to be spot on, really, because they change it so often, I yeah. think, you know. Because I think my knowledge of first aid is probably out of date by now, so... Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. right
0: it, uh, nonsense
4: question or... yeah we've got one more nonsense <laughs> and then one
0: more serious uh, Win Lewis our good friend is asking uh, is Josh Thomas a shadow of his former self after Dublin 2017 uh, so a bit of context our, our friend of ours Josh <laughs> tried to drink no. uh, 100 pints of Guinness across a four day trip to Dublin for the uh, oh, wow. for the game in 2017 um, yeah. okay. I think he, he finished on 93 so it was a good yeah, effort yeah. Um and yeah. in my opinion, he has been a shadow of his former self since. And rightly so, to
4: be honest. <laughs> yeah, it's a stupid thing to do. I think uh, anyone listening, don't even attempt anything of that sort. Cause we all it was...
0: encouraged it, mind.
4: Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but, you know, Especially type... if
2: you've got a secret iron overload disorder, lads. I mean, the level of iron in that Guinness. Gonna... Yeah, yeah,
4: that's <laughs> true enough. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's... Uh... He was on filtered water for months after that, so I think it's safe to say he is a shad of his former self. <laughs>
1: but, he, but, like, uh, to be honest, if if anyone was capable of that, out of anyone I know, I would yeah. say Josh would be the guy. Mm. Because he, like, on that first day, I seem to remember he had 38 pints on the first day, did he? Yeah, Rod, yeah. you were
4: with him that day, weren't you?
2: Wow, yeah. 38 I, well, pints can in he, like, one day. he, like, like that,
4: then? He did up till about 26, 27, and then... Yeah, it was, it was like him going down a ski slope. He just—that's uh, <laughs> how fast downhill he went. <laughs> I remember,
0: I remember seeing you in—I can't remember what the bar was called. It means absolutely no, it's, it's got nothing to do with the story. of The bar, but we were in a bar after the game, and he was on about seventy-three pints. I think that's when I left him, and he was the—he was the soberest man in the bar. Yeah, <laughs> everyone else was hanging, and he was fine. So. Um,
4: yeah special
2: for him. Yeah, yeah
4: he's uh, he's not he's not capable of it anymore i think he's uh yeah, yeah so that's the answer to that question I don't, I don't think
1: i don't think he's capable of tying his laces anymore <laughs>
4: no be, be i no. sometimes think about
0: it and i'm like 93 seven more pints that was so close but then yeah. i think seven pints is a good session yeah i feel i feel <laughs>
4: quite feel quite bad yeah. for encouraging it because i see his mother and father occasionally and <laughs> Ashamed to have been a part of
1: it. Do, do, they,
4: do they cross the street when they see yeah. it? There he is. That's the bad influence. <laughs> uh, Not allowed to uh, play with what? him now.
0: No. no. <laughs> I uh, the best part about Josh, if you are listening, Josh is is the list of countries he's been to in his entire life. <laughs>
4: yeah. What is it, Rod? Well, if you if you're including Ireland in like the um, British Isles landmass. Uh, the only other foreign places he's been is uh, Romania and Moldova, and <laughs> the, un- and and the unrecognized territory of Transnistria. Yeah,
1: so did he, didn't he? did he go to France at all? No, he, went to, he didn't go to France. No, he's to been be fair. He to Moldova and.
4: <laughs> to be fair to him, he's. Uh, I think he was. Uh, his employment meant he couldn't go to France. I think, uh, yeah. but uh, yeah, he's. Uh, We've tried to get him along a few times. He just always seems to be uh, making ends meet and, and available until it was that uh, Romania Moldova trip, which he came on and uh, yeah, a night oh. on that Soviet train put him off. Yeah, wheels away. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. Absolute
1: <laughs> legend of a lad. He is. Yeah, top he top man, Josh.
0: Uh, to finish off then, before we go on to wrong another week and guess the attendance, uh, Russell Todd of the brilliant uh, podcast Pal Droid asks, should Wrexham ditch the three feathers from the club crest? Kauti uh, yes. replied, saying it's a resounding yes. Evra, what do you reckon? Absolutely. Good.
2: Yeah. I, like, I, I've got um, Wrexham CPD logo on my trainers because I refuse to wear the three feathers. Yep. Yeah. I, I'm, uh,
1: yeah sorry, sorry, I was just going to say, like, I, I love the badge other than the feathers. I absolutely love the badge. I'd hate to see them change it too much, but yeah, I'd like to see Something else, uh, other than the, the three feathers on there, definitely. Um... I think
4: any Welsh institution like the WRU included, just get rid yeah. of them because yeah. it it's a, yeah. a shock shocking. you can do better. We've got a bloody dragon as an option, so just make something
2: yeah.
4: funky with a dragon or something. I don't know, just the three you feathers. Know, how is that like
2: the rugby union, like removing 19 yeah. and putting you know their tagline in it? It's still not good enough because you know the, the three feathers aren't even synonymous with Wales or Welsh culture either and i think it's quite offensive
3: to a lot
0: of people as well yeah yeah um my friend Matthew davis wrote a really good piece about the three feathers in issue two of alternative Wales, which is still available on alternative com (laughs) forward slash shop uh but it's really worth a read because there was some stuff i didn't actually know about the you know about it so um yes it's it's just backwards, isn't it? It's just a, it's like one of those remaining sort of symbols of British we- British Welshness, isn't it? And sort of the idea of Wales being under uh, British rule. Um, so yeah, I'm not a big fan um, at all. I, I, when when the question was asked, I don't know if it's much of a conversation in Wrexham, but obviously, I know football club badges are quite sacred, um, as I, as I know as a Cardiff fan, um, all too well. Um, and I don't know how attached people are to you know every part of the badge. Obviously, you wouldn't want the, like you said, cows. So you don't want the badge change too much. But I don't know if like some Wrexham fans feel that it's it's part of the the identity of the club. Yeah, but, I think I think
1: maybe yeah, this, this, I'd say there's a growing sort of campaign. I would still I'd still say I would imagine most Wrexham fans would want to keep it as it is. To be honest, with mm. me, sadly. But, um, but, yeah, there, there is a growing campaign to have the feathers removed and have something else uh, sort of put, put in its place. But, um, but yeah, you know, I think because we've had this badge since, I think it was, uh, everyone might know better than me, I think, was, I think it was the either late 60s or early 70s. So it's, it's been our badge for a long time now. I think prior yeah. to that, it was the town's crest uh, as the badge. So, um, yeah, and I think people do become attached to it. Uh, and, you know like I say it is a lovely badge apart from that one little uh, little part of it but um, yeah it'd be good to have something else in its place definitely
2: Great. I agree with you in terms of kind of like the movement to change it because I've noticed that kind of those who are supportive of the, the British values in Wales tend to support the three feathers on the badge yes. like those who I talk to are in support of more of an independence movement want they removed
1: yeah. Mm. yeah definitely definitely
0: yeah, I never really noticed it on the badge until someone pointed it out recently. It's just something that, I don't know, you almost become desensitised to, to it because you see it everywhere. and It's just, yeah, I don't think it's it's the, it's not a modern Welsh symbol, is it, that I think what Wales wants to be, and uh, yeah, uh, I'd like to see it gone. Um, but, you know, I didn't want to say that as a as a non-Wrexham fan, just in case people were, you know, you may have different politics, but I guess, I don't know, get rid of it. Yeah. Fuck, fuck. The, yeah, Jack. The, France, France, get... fuck the Prince of Wales and... hit the road, yeah. Jack. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, that's that's all your questions. Big thank you to everyone. We, like I we said, we're a bit worried we were going to have much to talk about, and we're probably going to have one of our longest podcasts ever at this street. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, big thank you, everyone. Um, um more questions uh, for the whole of summer would be ideal.
1: Um,
2: can, can, we, we, hear,
1: can we hear some more from Everett's cats, please? Is that okay? <laughs> Not my cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Agent Phillips uh, joins us once again. Uh, Phillips, are you there? Hiya, Brian. No no sponsorship
5: today? No, mate. That's a sore subject, leave it there. Okay. <laughs>
0: so, uh, what have you got for us this week?
5: Been busy, mind. Been busy, uh, even though all sponsorship monies have dried up, the Bulgarians have left the pipeline has fallen through. There's just no actual natural gas in South Wales, apparently, it turns out. Uh, I've... Rebranded. I'm not sure if you've noticed.
0: I have. I have noticed.
5: Yeah, yeah. An accurate depiction of myself there on the, the old Twitter. Uh, yeah, I've rebranded. Uh, my friend Mustafa, the South African uh, graphic designer, helped me out. Big shout out to him. He will never listen to this podcast, but because he's South African, he has no interest in football.
4: Where did you meet him then?
5: <laughs> Twitter, mate.
4: All right. Not down yeah. Bowlers Club or something, is it?
5: No no uh you can not I don't know if you know there's a pandemic you can't fly so he's not he's not likely to be in south in south Wales. but uh yeah I know absolutely nothing about this bloke I was made an urgent plea for a rebrand because I was massively infringing copyright laws so I needed a quick rebrand and Mustafa came through for me yesterday so top man Mustafa I think his name is Mustafa or Malik I can't remember but yeah well done mate well, I mean, I'm like, quite, a,
4: a, quite important you get his name right. Like if you're giving him, a sh- <laughs> if you're you giving him a shout out, you should probably know his name.
1: Right. I, I love the fact he's called him Mustafa about seven times and then gone. <laughs> I think that's his name.
5: <laughs> now, but I,
1: I. I suppose, I suppose though, uh, Mr. Phillips. I suppose Yeah, like good that
5: bit of respect there uh, after last week's debacle. Thank you, cos.
1: Yeah, no, it, it, something like that wouldn't come cheap. I mean, what sort of price are we talking here for this rebrand? <laughs> But it
5: cost me about 20 quid.
1: That's a lot less than I was expecting, but yeah, uh, (laughs) that seems a good deal
5: to me. Look, listen, mate, you of all people should know I'm skint because you don't pay me any royalties for all of these TikToks you're making. You're making loads of cash on it, and I've seen none of it. I'm supposed to get 60% of it. That's not
4: the uh, first time you've been—you've paid strange people of the internet money, is it? I've heard.
5: <laughs> right. If I could afford a solicitor, I'd sue you, but I can't. So you're lucky there, mate. <laughs> Leave it there. Leave her there. This so- is a, feels like a character assassination on Agent Phillips. I'm a hard-working agent. My other piece of news was that I have actually got Rex and promoted. All right. Okay. Yeah, I've actually got them promoted. If you look at my Twitter and you look back on my whatever feed, you will see that someone called Promotion Expert followed me. <laughs> and I asked him, can you he said, Hi, how are you? And I said, can you get Rexham promoted? And he said, yes. So that's a message to all you Rexham fans, consider it done. Agent Phillips has got you promoted. You don't need Phil Parkinson or anyone else. I've done it for you. So this year will be a formality. I'll see you all in the turf for about ninety three pints. Cheers. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's uh good bit of news there for North Wales football.
1: Um, <laughs> the other news was um you know, obviously a lot of speculation going around um with the Bulgarians uh going missing. Um, you know, we did you have did you have any involvements in the in the
5: fire in the ocean off the coast of the Gulf of Mexico? <laughs> Look, I just like to say that I have a, I have given up smoking, so it wasn't my Marlboro that caused that fire. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. 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 Nothing to do with me. mate, Nothing to do with me. I've, I'm I'm skint, so I can't fly anyway. I, I had to buy that Suzuki van the other day, so clean me out. Uh, do you want any players, in Brian?
0: Yeah, I was going to say, you know, the domestic seasons uh, coming up now. Preseason seems to have started for most clubs, so I'm su- sure they're on the lookout for them players. Have you got anyone for us?
5: I have, but none of my players so far have been signed up. I'm not sure what's going on there, but you That's know, maybe Big must be phoning the wrong number or something. But anyway, yep, got a player, uh, <laughs> Hip Hop Hernandez. Uh, he's a big noise.
4: All one, all one
5: neighbour. Uh, well, I just came across my desk in the other day, so, you know, on the old fax. Uh, hip-hop and anders. So, yeah, he's a big noise on the Galician electro scene, but he's been playing a few gigs in Wales since lockdown. He can't get home to Spain, and he's fallen in love with a woman from Gilvach So, he's looking to stay in the area. Uh, what's, it, what, what's his it, real name? Were hip-hop short for something? Or? Uh, Hector, I don't know. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's quite unfit at the moment because he smokes them strong f- spanish fags you know the ones that smell like uh, exhaust pipes um but anyway, he could, he'd do a good job at welsh league or maybe Cymru alliance is that, is, is that still a thing jeez it's uh,
1: it's called the Cymru north now since the rebrand right? you should know okay. about
5: rebrands yeah you're right i've only been concentrating on myself um yeah so he could play in the Cymru league Ogleth, whatever the league's called uh and then I doubt he will cos he wants to remain within driving distance of Gylfach Goch cos he seems to fall in love with this girl quite bad.
1: <laughs> I mean it seems to me as if, um, you know, if he could play at Cymru North level, could he play at Cymru South level perhaps? <laughs> I yeah, mean, yeah, that seems that
0: seems the obvious thing. <laughs> yeah, considering Koch yeah, it? It. <laughs> is in the south.
5: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I has, was.
1: Has, has I he was, set his heart on a move to. Uh, <laughs> uh, just trying a
5: bit. But my dog. So, yeah. No, because he, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. Uh, no, uh, I wasn't aware that Camry <laughs> South was a thing. So uh, you've uh, yeah exposed a gap in my research there. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So hip hop and anders. If you not, need, ideal, uh,
1: not ideal for a football agent, really, not being aware of whole leagues.
5: Are you aware of what my Twitter name is, mate? <laughs> it's not Wales' best agent, is it? Uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, and I had a question myself uh, from Sam Alexander. I got his name right this week because I had verbal abuse from you lot last week for getting it wrong. And the question was, how does Lieutenant cool sleep? and the answer is with one eye open i hope <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah so yeah bit busy week so we've got Rexham promoted rebrand got a new suzuki van and yeah come across a player all in all pretty good
4: what's the uh suzuki van like good movement on it
5: Good. (laughs) I mean, mean, you'd like to think so, wouldn't you? (laughs) I uh. (laughs) Rodney, Rodney, Rodney. Rodney. (laughs) Do you you know know how it it
1: moves? It moves a little bit, you know, thirty-four mile an hour. Yeah, I got Um, chucked off
4: the uh, Welsh uh, motoring podcast. So. uh
5: (laughs) (laughs) Put it like this, mate. It doesn't go side to side.
4: (laughs) Better than the rascal. Yeah, Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. It's good. it's... Yeah, not ideal, is it, for an agent to be driving around in an old Japanese van, but, you know, it'll do for now.
4: Philip! Got something against the Japanese view.
5: No, no, it, the van is just shit.
4: Fair enough, fair enough. He's just trying to trip you up.
5: Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one eye open, mate. He
4: can't be cancelled. Oh, oh, Phillips.
5: Well, I could be. Please don't cancel me. I need this job. Nobody reads my tweets. Was there a question there, or or what?
1: I was I was just going to say, uh, you know, this is the first time you've uh, you've met uh, Evra. Just wondering, Evra, any questions? <laughs> Everton. <laughs> no, mate. <laughs> any questions for Mr. Phillips ever at all? Or? Uh,
2: I I I'm just wondering how you think you can be cancelled when you've never actually risen. <laughs> Slam
4: dunk!
5: <laughs> I'll have you know, I'll have you know, I've now got 211 followers, so...
4: Oh, my bad,
3: my bad. I'm flying.
5: That is, 211 people who potentially want to harm me, but anyway. How many are bots? What?
2: How many of them are bots?
5: Well, the promotion expert said you could get me 10,000, but we're in negotiation. <laughs>
2: You
5: know, and Cockland, so, well, uh, uh, don't touch the Tories. I'm the only oh, communist cool. agent who makes a profit. Anyway.
3: <laughs> 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 what <With Stafford. laughs> <laughs> uh,
5: I'm not really financially sound. Anyway, uh, I, I, yeah. Right, uh, yeah. Any more questions before I get the drink? I think I'm good. Right. Good, I'm going to go and sort out Hip Hop Hernandez's and uh, mobile number, out, see if he's got the right one. Sue boys. And right, you guys. Sorry.
4: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, your sex is big. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> see you Everton.
2: <laughs>
4: off you go, Phillips. I've done more
2: off women you than you. don't worry about it.
0: Right. Wrong end of the week time, um, we've got results from last week. In third place, ITV Hub, uh, with 9.1%, which is a disgrace. Um, I just want to reiterate that ITV Hub is genuinely dreadful, and I tried to watch the Spain-Switzerland game the other day, and it was just, just didn't work. So uh, thank you, ITV Hub, for ruining that experience. Um, 30- Welsh
2: programme in ITV Hub?
0: On that, yeah. That's a good point. I never really thought about the lack of Welsh programme in ITV Hub. Again. Oh,
2: me mad.
3: Yeah,
0: I don't watch much ITV in general, it's the only thing I'd watch is football. Yeah. Um second place uh with 36.5% of the vote was uh the idea that we should now be supporting England because Wales are out. Um and uh, a resounding winner in the end, 54.4% of the vote. Uh we actually had the most ever votes on uh Run of the week as well, so that's nice. Um but yeah, 54% of the votes for for James Collins who um, sort of linked to Rodri's uh, pick of supporting England, yeah. or people telling you to support England, um, for his views that all Welsh fans actually do support England in that video. Mm-hmm. Very odd. So, yeah, well, and Kaus, um a good win. Uh, but I'm not going to let you go first, as Evra's uh, the guest today. Uh, Evra, you got your first pick for wrong of the Week. What, you, what, what are you going for?
2: Cardiff Council oh that was mine. <laughs> 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 no, nah, nah,
0: fair enough. You got first first shout. Go for it.
2: Yeah, Cardiff Council. You know, the, the jingoism and the. Actually, I'm not going to be so explicit, but there is absolutely no need for people to arrive in Cardiff and see a huge, huge Union Jack on the side of a Welsh building. Yes, we could be part of the UK but there's nothing wrong with having our own flag on a building and this whole pushing this Union Jack on Scotland, Northern Ireland and, and Wales it's just getting really, really tiresome. And I think it's absolutely disgraceful that over our own nation's flag, our own people, Cardiff Council, I've just I've been agreed to just put that on the side of a building. I don't think it's it's really fair to people in the in the area and it's I think it's it's wrong in the sense that people are arriving into Cardiff, and that's the you know one of the things that they see. No, do one.
3: Mm.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. I think it was an absolute shit decision by Cardiff Council. Another another shit decision in a line of shit decisions. Um, You know the the continuing uh, sort of destruction of any sort of culture and heritage we've got in Cardiff for flats basically, Um, or student or private or just too expensive for locals um the military medicine museum that they just seem desperate to get to cardiff even though nobody Mm. in their right mind wants it um you know in a in a in a a, an incredible community like boottown don't have any sort of celebration of their history um and instead they're just going to lump jump you know just chuck a, a military medicine museum there um just more sort of like British bollocks. And like I live in Cardiff, um and I love Cardiff. I think I mean I went to Bristol yesterday and I, I still think that just doesn't have the same sort of charm as Cardiff does. But it's slowly but surely yeah. being picked apart and I do you know, I worry that it doesn't feel very Welsh when I'm in Cardiff. Um and I just think if I was someone coming from abroad or even someone coming from England, so abroad, um <laughs> to come into Cardiff and sort of want to experience Wales, I don't think you can get a Welsh experience in Cardiff much. Like, you can go to the museum, I guess, you can go to the castle, but even the castle isn't... isn't is that a Welsh experience? And you've got, like, St Fagans, I guess. But, like, there's no way you could go into Cardiff, right, and go for a Welsh meal. Like, that's yeah. what I like. When, yeah. I, go, when I go abroad, um, yeah. say, when we went to Moldova, I want to find, like, a restaurant that serves quintessential Moldovan food. Yeah. And experience yeah. that, and there's nowhere in C- Cardiff that has you know it's all chains or it's all. And I know a yeah. lot of the a lot of British cities are like that now. It's all sort of identical. They're all the same shops. They're all the same brands, isn't it? All on the high street. Yeah. And I just think Cardiff's losing its charm, and it's just more and more becoming like a, just another British city. um And having that Union Jack there is just mm-hmm. going to just force Wouldn't. it down. One thing what I will is, say... You
2: can call it a British well, city. It's been anglicised, essentially, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Well, that's it. That's exactly what it's been, isn't it? Yeah.
4: One yeah. thing I will say in defence of the uh, big Union Jack on that building is that it's going to provide a little boost to the local economy because it'll. <laughs> I think the window glaziers and tradesmen yeah. are going to be kept in work. <laughs> <Yeah>. So
1: uh, <laughs> you know, I was worried. Yeah. I was worried where you were going then. But <laughs> <laughs> going yeah. go. I, yeah, I felt yeah.
2: like the hairs prick up on my neck. There. <laughs> <laughs> like, fight. It's fine. Put on your boots. That.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That
1: was that was that
0: was my first thought. Was. I might tweet something along the lines of what is the most legal way to destroy this <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, oh, it's yeah. a farce isn't it, it's an absolute farce but yeah, yeah. A, a great pick ever and I think we've already got an early favourite for yeah. uh, for Wrongen. Kaus, what have you got mate?
1: um yeah struggling a little bit and, and to be quite honest I'm, I'm fed up of winning this now so uh, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go I'm gonna go modest as ever I'm gonna go um I'm gonna go for people who uh who cut their grass too much <laughs> um and, and the reason for that yeah. uh, the reason for that I've, I posted it on Twitter this week and I, I've Moved to, uh, move to a new neighbourhood now. I'm in uh, Wales's fifth largest city, as you all know by now. And, um, and my neighbours, some of them cut their grass like every three days. And you are like, you know, there's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong. It's good to take pride in your garden, but I, why, why do you have to make me look bad by fucking trimming <laughs> your garden to within an inch of its life? And also, uh, I had a lot of good replies and I looked into it as well. It's really bad for wildlife, especially bees and stuff. Mm. If you're just absolutely yeah. overcutting your grass, and I, I'm, I'm glad the cat agrees there ever as well. And uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I just. She's a strong
2: uh, advocate for the bees.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and and I just, to be honest, to me, I, I just I just don't get it. I, like like I say, good to take pride in your garden, but you know, let your grass grow a bit, let the bees thrive. Yeah, you know, re- we need them. We need them, don't we?
0: rewilding of spaces is like one of the best ways to combat climate change so uh, yes yes yeah. exactly let, let, i mean uh, I even if what it's just a little part to... of your area like you know yeah. for
1: hedgehogs and that yeah yeah
0: god we've covered some stuff on this podcast so oh though. christ yeah
1: definitely. <laughs> really that's really that's that's a that's a semi-serious point for me there but um you know knowing just how good i am at picking a winner i'm sure i'll win again <laughs> Sorry, right, that, that, that came off a bit. That's, yeah, that's what, what a wanker!
4: E- English levels of hubris. <laughs> <there from Couch. laughs>
1: Sorry, we, we've been joined by Jermaine Genus on the show. Rodri, what do you got?
4: Uh, you know, who I'm going to start with customary yep. nomination. Andrew Artie Davis,
1: noble potato.
4: Yeah, let's let's just assume he's behind. that. What does that, the Arty uh,
2: stand for?
4: Retweet. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can't see. <laughs> I can't I say. Th- I think it's... I Rhymes with, like,
2: a blight and hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Re- rubbish twat, I think it
4: is,
1: to be honest.
4: Yeah, I think that's what Everett was <laughs> getting at, but, uh No, I, I, I think it's safe to assume he's behind something terrible again, but I'll just uh, put his name out there. But so I think, think... he'll get behind. Yeah, uh, I think his, um Fellow Tory politician is who I'm going for. The Bridgend MP. Oh, is for fuck's Jay- sake! <laughs> Sorry, I thought that was second on my list. <laughs> <laughs> hell. Be ITV Hub even more. I hate it even more now for yeah. making me last. I think, yeah, J- Jamie Wallace, is that his name? Yep, that's him. I know all about Jamie. And he had uh, that little uh, rant in Parliament about uh, something the the Welsh Parliament had banned the Union Jack in the meetings. Or so. I didn't really watch it. I, I just got... I felt ill
1: big, by, they banned by looking at blacks, it. Didn't they? Cause cause he,
4: he had the bloody mask on. <laughs> the, I don't know. Extra, extra huge mask on his face. <laughs> like, I don't know why, why you have to have something so bloody big. It's like they compensate
2: his... you for something. <laughs> yeah.
4: I mean. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, and, and his tie as well. So it's just like... Mate, that is... It's just overkill, isn't it? And it's just what is so wrong I'm with so these sorry. people it's it's the very de- definition of flag shagging and <laughs> it's gotta it's yeah. gotta stop like because it's just it's beyond like there's there's serious issues in this in the uk at the moment and they're worried about things like that and i'm not articulate yeah. to my point very good at all because I, I i just feel my blood pressure rising thinking about the state of that bloody tie and mask like <laughs> That uh, you can make your own observations because I'm...
2: It's only milk sour.
4: Yeah, rambling on you. Fucking yeah. Furious.
0: I, I have quite... um I have quite intense views on Jamie. Um, hope you're listening, Jamie. Um, I hope he's not.
4: <laughs> it's not he, for you, pal. <laughs> he's obviously... <laughs> I'm from Virginia. He, he'll, he'll,
1: be, he'll be listening to, like, alternative Oxfordshire or something like that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh,
4: uh, God save the Queen on repeat or something like that. But... <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah um he i obviously i'm from Bridgend originally um still take a keen interest in what's going on in Bridgend, and i was very disturbed when they voted in um a tory um and of all tories they voted in this bloody career in asshole who i'm sure is um in you know trying his best to um to try and just get ahead in the game and i'd like to think he's not going to be given any more roles but you can just see him being like welsh secretary he's just got that written all over him you know welsh taking over simon hart when he's done um and i just want to read a little bit so there was an article in uh, private eye i think about jamie wallace he's got a, a very checkered history a very strange man um uh who just seems to hate wales and everything about wales um for whatever reason but he's got a phd right um in, in hating wales in hating wales <laughs> uh, in astrobiology whatever astrobiology is some sort of made up bollocks um but it's is phd um uh, we've is, lost our
4: astrobiologist
0: <laughs> listens, <laughs> listeners now nice with is, is phd um supervisor <laughs> is phd supervisor right who um got kicked out of cardiff university in 2011 but jamie wallace was awarded his phd in 2014 make of that what you will um, okay. Apparently, he, his uh, his supervisor uh, maintains right that only that the only life on Earth arrived on comets, um, and that organisms continue to regularly arrive by this method. And last week, right, he wrote in the Lancet journal, which I don't know what it is, but I've heard of it a million times, that COVID nineteen arrived in China from space. So these okay. are the kind of people okay. that we vote into. <laughs> so we vote into parliament to look after wales you know we don't get much of a, a much backing in parliament but the people of wales have decided that people who think uh, that um, that covid-19 arrives on, arrived on a comet as being voted into wales yeah, yeah. just a just a general wrong and uh, and i think he, he yeah i'm i'm sure in the future um there will be a they'll, he he'll he'll pop up again i'm sure um, i'm not going to yeah, on,
4: sorry, I, I was just gonna say I'm not gonna uh, question what his PhD is because I'm starting a masters in uh, quantum tree surgery on <laughs> Tuesday. So, yeah.
3: <laughs>
4: yeah, he's a fucking bell end, right?
0: I hate his guts. Yeah, he's a fucking weasel. Anyway, my pick, <laughs> uh, my pick, which yes. which I wholeheartedly uh, support, uh, Evra's and Rodri's pick. Um and I'll give Kosi's pick uh, another good nah, pick. for Kosi's um, <laughs> 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 I'm going for uh the concept of capitalism um was Ooh, the final strong. thing on my list. Um oh, here we are. And uh basically after the fire in the sea in Mexico this week. Uh Rod, I think you shared a really good meme on uh on your Instagram story yesterday of them yeah. trying to put out the fire and it was like one of the firefighters was plastic straws and one of the other one was uh, all I can't remember what they were now but obviously we get told to make all these little changes in our lives which I think are important you know trying to reduce you know plastic trying to reduce our meat intake all these little changes but nothing will ever change until no, the big not, businesses when, and the big nothing, countries make changes
4: yeah nothing will change whilst they're setting the ocean on fire yeah I think so for
0: for, for gas for the sake of of energy which we can which is clearly we can get from more um sustainable sources now um and it's just you know they and obviously all these big corporations i think greenwashing is what it's called they call it and they claim they're uh being more conscious about the environment but it's but they're just doing it to make more money you know like yeah. mcdonald's yeah doing the plastic straws make you think that they care more about the environment but they're still hammering farmland in and or rainforest in uh in south america to herd cattle which is like one of the most unsustainable things
4: on the planet to do so
0: i feel like there's a lot you could go into (laughs) with capitalism in general i
4: did did see someone on uh twitter yesterday um put something about the oil firm was state-owned and uh, as if there's no- never been a communist country responsible for some sort of massive, like, energy-based disaster. But as I, you're kind of missing the point that this is all, like, kind of... Why do you think this excessive drilling for gas and oil and all this, why do you think it's the society that's been created by mm. rampant capitalism, isn't it? So it's yeah. kind of way off the point, like, but... It's, yeah, it's uh, killing the planet, isn't it? Absolutely. Captain, yeah, it's out it's of control. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's the symbolism 100%. that they use, like with the straws and things like that. It's not going to absolutely change anything, is it, at the end of no. the day? It's just to appease the public for a few months.
4: Virtue signalling and it's best, isn't it? mm
2: mm-hmm. yeah. It's
4: what these big uh, corporations do best, though, isn't it? Because they always like to plaster their companies with the latest, like, kind of, or, you know, if there's a good cause, they'll, they'll show us a portrait for a little while and then... Everything I mean, they, they do with the...
2: taking down their pride flags, aren't they? yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. That's put them one. away
4: yeah. in a deep dark corner. Now that it's all done and dusted in their minds, so you know they kind of they pretend to get on board with these things. If it's just to sell products, and they don't really give a shit, do they? Because if you, I'm sure, if you dig deep into their actual workings, they don't care about any of this sort of thing. So, yeah, absolutely yeah. not.
0: Yeah, yeah, So strong, a strong uh, pick this week. Our first ever four-way. Uh, way wrong another week um we've got uh card council by Evera. we've got people who cut their grass too much by, <laughs> by tommy <Couch>. <laughs> <laughs> we've got uh I jamie for <laughs> <for> that, like, <laughs> yeah and he, yeah yeah and uh, jamie wallace by Rodri, and the concept of capitalism by me uh pick the odd one out in, the, in that four one is not like the rest I mean, Jamie Wallace is quite odd. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: Jamie, Jamie, Jamie Wallace. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, right. So, I mean,
1: o- over, over, overcutting of grass is is capitalism in my eyes. That's yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Co- communist gardens tend to be a lot longer. The grass tends to be a lot. Yeah.
0: Less. Communist gardens are just concrete, aren't they? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, they are, yeah. yeah Right. Here, your four picks. Everyone.
0: Yeah, yeah, but yeah.
1: yeah the, exactly. the 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 people who cut their grasses—they power their lawnmowers with the tears of the working class. <laughs> so uh, that's that's how it works. Sorry, um, carry
0: on. There, your four picks. <laughs> Voting will start on Friday. Right. To finish up then we're gonna have a quick game of uh guess the attendance. Um so uh the game is simple. I'll give you a fixture in Welsh football history. You've got to tell me what the attendance is uh, between the three of you, uh who's gonna get closest wins. So uh seeing as we announced a friendly with Finland on the first of September, a country that doesn't exist, um we're going back to the twenty eighth of March two thousand and nine. Uh Right in the midst of um, John Toshak's era, uh, Wales lost 2-0 to Finland in the Millennium Stadium. Um, it was a, From what I remember, I was there, it was a Yari Littmann absolute masterclass. Um, yeah. And I remember he absolutely ran rings around
1: us. That was the one uh, with the infamous Bellamy interview, wasn't
0: it? Yes, it was. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, he was the captain on the night. Wales lost 2-0. So, uh, Evra, you can have a guess at the attendance uh, closest to the point wins. Uh, 2-0 Finland, 28th of March 2009 in the Millennium Stadium. Have a guess.
2: My God. Um, I mean, I'm totally going to lose this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 45.
0: 45. People or 1,000. Uh, well, <laughs> Finland doesn't exist, so maybe forty-five p. But I don't know. <laughs> uh, £45,000, Let's just throw it out there. <laughs> forty-five thousand. Uh, uh, who won last week? Rodri Kauss? I can't remember. I can't
1: I remember. Think,
4: I think. Was yeah, it, I don't know. I don't even. I think yeah, it yeah, might have pro- been you. probably Kous.
0: Yeah, Kous. Go on then. Yeah, have a guess. Couse. What do you reckon?
1: Um, yeah, I think um, I think it was probably about. Uh, 17 18. I'll
4: go 18 18 okay and Rodri? yeah i 2009 was when i was not living in wales for that year so i that's my excuse for <laughs> losing this i'm going to go 20 yeah, i got no
2: excuse
4: i'm going to go 20 22000 Rodri davis
2: ugh
0: Twenty-two thousand six hundred and four
1: people. No, oh, okay, that shout. is are you all right.
0: Coach?
1: <laughs> I'm I'm really struggling with this. That's that's hurt me. That is. I thought eight,
0: <laughs> I thought eighteen thousand was quite a good shout coach. Yeah, I, I didn't think. And I thought I, I you was, know, in
1: the grand scheme of things, I thought you'd you'd get close, but. Uh, to be honest, I thought I was a little bit high with that as well. I thought it might have been a bit lower, but yeah, ah, oh, fair play. I am Rod. Yeah, I, well, Rod, I, I think,
4: uh, yeah. Uh, yeah the Millennium Stadium can feel
1: very I, remember, a, I was out bit. of the country so that's my excuse for getting it absolutely <laughs> bang on <laughs> <laughs> absolutely <Yeah>. spot on <laughs> that's my excuse
4: I gotta go live the other side of the world again just so I can win <laughs> this game Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: well it's been uh, a pleasure uh, I thank you for all your questions what turned out to be a podcast we thought we wouldn't have much to talk about turned out to be probably our longest one yet um so a big thank you again to everyone who's questions uh, sent the questions in keep them coming for next week as well like i said until until sort of pre-season really ramps up uh, we won't have much to talk about other than maybe the welsh teams in europe uh next week because um, obviously the euros has finished uh, and definitely isn't carrying on from here on out
4: they called it off didn't they yeah
0: called it off yeah. called it that's, called it null and void null and void um, so yeah uh evra thank you for coming along hope you had a good time any closing no statements be better be better thank you that's very very good like yeah. and Rodri, any closing statements from you yeah
4: no, I, I was gonna throw in uh, some nice. I don't know why I thought of it, but Nathan's question about the food related players, I, I came up with one which also kind of 50 50 debate on what you call them, but uh, Scon Scones for John Stones.
2: Scon <laughs> Scones! What a r-
4: remarkably shit closing statement. Yeah.
0: How do you sleep at night? <laughs> Hang on a
1: minute. Wasn't that a question from last week as well? No, yeah, it
0: was just, about
4: three or four weeks ago. This year, I've been, thing, was I've been, I've been trying to think, of them, uh, and that was the one I wanted to get out there because it's just Yeah, uh, I, I I think you've I answered apologize. the
0: question. How do you sleep at night? Uh, in that question, with you don't obviously.
4: <laughs> yeah, very, very uh, strange. Strange person to <laughs> put. Sorry. Anyway,
0: Kaos, uh, any closer statements from you? Mm, uh, fuck Joe Jordan. Fuck Joe Jordan. Fair <laughs> enough. Right, that's the Alternative Wales <laughs> podcast. Thank you for listening once again, and we'll chat to you next week. <laughs>